It's time for episode number 23 of Precipe Your Luck. This week, we talk about the cheesy baked pasta we made last week, and then we'll play another exciting game of Precipe Your Luck. I'm Ian, and here's Kate. Hello, everyone. So I'm going to talk a little bit about personal responsibility. I think I did that group for the first time last week. I'm not super comfortable with this topic because during my social work internships, I met so many people who have so little agency in their lives that they truly don't have the luxury of personal responsibility. And it is a luxury. This is not for them. This is for people who have the luxury of personal responsibility, but choose not to employ it. Personal responsibility means you have to own your stuff. You take your life under your control. While I think it's way too simplistic to say that everything that happens to you is a result of your choices, there are so many things that we can do to take personal responsibility, starting with stop blaming others. We are all gifted with a certain amount of privilege and a certain amount of burden. And yes, some people have been granted more advantages than others, but blaming that unfairness for all the the wrong in our life just leaves us victims as opposed to, um, that leaves us victims of our circumstances rather than the captain of our ship. And that only, that results in growing resentment and powerlessness. Related to blaming others, stop making excuses. If you tried your best and didn't, and something didn't work out the way you wanted, own it. If you made every single wrong choice and eventually it blew up in your face, own it. If you did nothing and just hoped the problem would magically fix itself, own and it. it guys, problems never magically fix themselves. <laughs> own that too. Making a mistake and owning it will actually make you feel better about yourself because it allows you, it gives you that power to problem solve. It gives you that power to make amends. I make so many mistakes every single day, but I've become quite the good apologizer. The sincere, honest apologizer. Yeah. But make problem solving and making amends gives... is a sign of personal growth. And if you don't grow, if you're not willing to really look at yourself and engage in that personal growth, you won't change and neither will your circumstances. You'll be stuck in your negative thoughts. So I recently, I may have mentioned this, I cannot honestly remember because I have not taken the responsibility to document what I talk about every week. (laughs) And you dear listeners are the ones paying that price. However, I recently took a job that I was so excited about. I did every single job hunting hint I could find because I wanted this job so badly. And I wanted to be so good at this job. It was going to be the best job ever. I was going to be the best at it ever. And when it came down to it, I was not the right person for this job. I sucked at it. I was so miserably bad at this job, I questioned if I was even in the right career field. And even though it didn't feel good to be bad at something that mattered so much to me, I was kind of okay with it because I owned my role and my decisions and how I got there. Hmm. Of course, I had the luxury of being able to fail like that. That goes back to that luxury of personal responsibility. Sure. But by owning it, I didn't let it crush me. I got a different job 
Well, I went back to a job where I was that where I am good and I am um I'm valuable in that role. And I'm actually helping people as opposed to making the situation much, much worse. <laughs> However, there's a time in my life where I just would have been like, screw it and just come home and gone to bed and not gotten out of bed. And that would be me not taking personal responsibility. But that's not what I did. I did take that responsibility. Uh, you get to control your own narrative. People who don't take personal responsibility need others to validate them. And that's a very unreliable way to get that validation that we all need. When you can validate your, yourself from, from the inside, what you're good at, what you're not good at, that gives you a really strong sense of self. Yeah. Um, number four, people who don't accept their personal responsibility are often really negative. And those negative people are draining to be around. All they see in life is negative, negativity and unpleasantness. And I know I complain a lot. I know my dad listens to this and he's probably like, he probably wants to call me up and tell me how negative I am. I, I complain a lot, but I'm not really negative. <laughs> There is a difference, for there sure. There is a difference. Um, anyway, I know how unpleasant it is to be around a negative person because I used to be a far more negative person. Now I'm happy with a little bit of complaining as opposed to negative with occasional bouts of pleasantness. <laughs> and number five... Personal responsibility gives you that grace to be wrong. And we are all going to make mistakes because we're human. I think we only have human listeners. I, th I believe that to be true. I mean, our dogs are laying there, but well, they don't, they're not really paying attention, I don't they think. They don't seem to really be bothered by their own mistakes either. Well, that's true. Yeah. Do they take personal responsibility? I don't know. Anyway, that's that's a problem. That's that's a question for another episode. <laughs> Maybe another podcast. So it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to try and to fail, and it's okay to ask for help. Personal responsibility gives you the freedom to be less than perfect and know that you can re rebound from whatever mistake or happenstance has occurred in your life. Okay, that's my thing on personal responsibility. You got anything to add to that, Ian? Uh, nothing, uh, no, I don't think so. I just, that's, uh, um, I liked all your points. I liked the way you, you put it together, but, and, and yeah, it's, I especially like the, 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 the privilege call out cause it's, it's easy to lose yes. sight of that. Yeah. And I think that, um, and like I said, that's what made me uncomfortable with this topic. I'm like, no, sometimes bad stuff happens and it's not your fault. That's right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think otherwise I, I uh, think it's great. Okay. All right. So Ian, can you remind me what we made last week? Sure. We made the cheesy baked pasta with sausage and ricotta. The fresh mozzarella in this recipe is a deliberate choice. It doesn't ooze, it melts. With fresh ricotta, it makes creamy pockets in this surprisingly quick casserole that will remind you of the layers of lasagna. So where did we buy the ingredients? We bought the cheeses, the canned tomatoes, and the pasta at Central Market, and the sausage at Kroger because we're fans of the Johnsonville Italian sausage. How did we deviate from the recipe? We used minced garlic instead of sliced. We increased 
both the sausage and pasta amounts because they were weird amounts in the recipes. Hmm. And um, we forgot to add the Parmesan before we put it in the oven. Oops. We also didn't use any basil leaves. Okay. How long did it take? A little bit less than an hour, but nearly half of that time was idle. Yeah, it was in the oven for what, like 20, 25 yeah. minutes? Yeah. yeah, we got to sit on our boots. That's what idle means. <laughs> How was cleanup? It was pretty quick. Um, definitely acceptable for a weeknight meal. The pan was kind of messy because of all the cheese, but cleaned up easily with Barkeeper's Friend, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And uh, so what were the results? I liked it. I kind of thought it was going to be like a not quite acceptable version of American goulash, but it really did seem like more like lasagna. We used the fresh mozzarella, like the recipe called for, and that made it so ooey and gooey. Yeah, agreed. Um, Yeah, it was almost, I would call it, yeah, almost, yeah, it really was almost like a lasagna casserole. Mm -hmm. And lasagna is a casserole, technically. I'm being I'm being a pedant. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I suppose you're right. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was really good. I enjoyed it mm-hmm. thoroughly. I did use the homemade or not the homemade the what's the word I'm looking for? The Store made the or fresh fresh made mozzarella. I did not use the fresh made ricotta because it was really expensive, and I wanted to see oh, yeah. if we liked the meal. Before I committed to that cost of ricotta. Because you didn't even use the whole thing. And I didn't know when else we would use it. Oh, yeah. Good point. Would you make this again? Absolutely. I no, would, if, too. I, the only, if I was going to say anything bad about it, it would only be that if if you were scoring this on, like, how much did we actually push ourselves with this recipe, it would not very far True. at all. This was, True. This was a very safe meal. But, yeah, it was delicious. I would absolutely yeah, make it Yeah, well, again. we needed a win. Yes, I was about to say. <laughs> We had to rebound from coconut salmon. Yeah. Which, by the way, if it, I, I did realize at some point I probably yucked some people's yums in that, yes. in that episode. So, no, uh, I think I've... we addressed that. Although it's good for you to own that. <laughs> yeah. If I offended any coconut lovers or anything else out there, I apologize. All right. Uh, but, yeah, no, this was, this was good. Good. Okay, anything else you'd like to add? Um... I think that's it. Okay. I think I might add homemade mozzarella to the to the American goulash. That would be an interesting experiment. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the rules for Precipe Your Luck. If you haven't played before, we're going to go through uh, five recipes Monday through Friday. It's a, a pressure luck style game. If you pass, it's gone forever. Once you pick one, it's yours to keep. And if you make it to Friday, you got to take Friday. Which will never happen again. <laughs> are, are we ready to play? We are. All right, here we go. Monday. Baked spinach artichoke pasta. I like to make this one pot dish taste even more like spinach artichoke dip. Try adding oregano, extra garlic, and something in the onion family like scallions to the skillet. So... Uh, are you familiar with spinach artichoke dip, Ian? Uh, sure. You, I feel it like is, it's hard to go to a party that doesn't yes, have it, you know? People rave about it. I know. And I feel like I'm the freak, but I've never 
cared for it that much. Agreed. I mean, it's okay. I'll eat it, but it's, I don't crave it. I probably don't even, wouldn't even say I enjoy it. Do you it, think really. the New York Times has some sort of like monopoly on spinach? Because this is like the third week in <laughs> it the does row. It like they do have a lot of spinach <laughs> in their recipes. That's an interesting question. If only there was a reputable newspaper we could call if on only. for some hard-hitting journalism on that. <laughs> Um, they're in the pocket of big spinach. You know, I think they have pasta every week, too, so they're probably in the pocket uh, of big pasta. Like a big, uh, what do you call those big pasta shells? That's what they're in. The, the, the Oh, we'll never think yeah. of it. Let's move on. Okay. Oh, do you want to make this one, or do oh, you want to no, pass? No, that, this seems like an easy pass for us. Agreed. Okay. Although, we know what's happened in the past. <laughs> Tuesday. Loaded sweet potatoes with black beans and cheddar. Is this the nutrient-dense, nutrient flavor-packed, doesn't-take-forever dinner that you've been waiting for? I think so. Swap out the cheddar for avocado to make it vegan, and add a little salsa to the beans as they simmer for extra flavor. Okay, I don't All like right. sweet potatoes. This just sounds like an odd combo. I mean, I guess I can... Some level, I guess I can kind of see where they're going with that. But do you like sweet potatoes? Not really. Just, I mean, you think that's a like a we didn't grow up eating them thing, or do you think they're our palate just isn't sophisticated enough to appreciate them? I don't know. That's actually a good, interesting question in and of itself. It is one of those things that I, I know they've become so much more popular in the last ten or fifteen mm-hmm. years. Sometimes I'm like, why don't I like them? I don't know, but, but I don't it, even like sweet potato fries. And if you can't take something, fry it up, and I think it's yummy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I am too. Right? All right. So it sounds like this is probably another pass. It is for me. All right. Are you getting nervous yet? Of course, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Wednesday. Sheet pan shrimp scampi. As if shrimp scampi wasn't easy enough, now you can stick it in the oven, which clears the stovetop for cooking greens or broccoli to go alongside. Okay, I see a sheet pan with shrimp and onion and butter oil in it. Mm. Well, let's see. I like (laughs) shrimp scampi. I like shrimp scampi, too. We've had good luck with a couple of sheet pan recipes we've tried so far. We've tried one, and it was delicious. So we had a... We tried another one. I think we've only had one. We only had one. Okay. Well, that's still good. That's still probably good enough for me. I, that yeah, I would. I would. I, I vote for this one. Okay. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Oh, right. you think we passed up something better? Uh, I'm going to say no. No. I'm, I, okay. I, I feel I'm feeling good. But for those of you still playing at home, Thursday. One pot braised chicken with coconut milk, tomato, and ginger. I'm sorry. I'm not very professional. Oh, Ian's at Ian's I'm doing the happy, happy dance. dance. Uh, okay. One pot braised chicken with coconut milk, tomato, and ginger. Braised chicken is not the first dish that comes to mind when racking my brain for quick dinner ideas at 4 p.m. But with coconut milk, tomato, and ginger in the pot, the flavors come together fast. I think I have to abstain from this one, but what do you think of the sound of that recipe? Um, Well, cream is an acceptable substitute for coconut milk, which will be our substitute from now on. True. Because coconut has now made it to our never will we ever list. So um, 
I don't know. It still does not sound like something we would enjoy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm trying to reframe it that way now in my own head. Yeah, you, I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess I can see it be okay. Tomato and ginger. And cream. Yeah. I don't like creamy yeah, tomato soup. Right. It I still like... feels like a. It still feels like an odd combo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And finally, Friday. Pasta e sessi, Italian pasta and chickpea stew. Yes, pasta e sessi, pasta with chickpeas, is mighty similar to pasta e fagoli, pasta with beans. But since canned chickpeas hold together much better than canned white beans, chickpeas have the edge in the weeknight version of this Italian classic. Hmm. That would have been okay. Yeah, that actually doesn't sound terrible. It's not shrimp scampi on a sheet pan okay, but, you know, it looked doable. But again, are we again... Ending up with something that doesn't push us all that much. Um, yeah, but I'm okay with the second week of that. Okay. <laughs> we'll return to adventurousness <laughs> soon. Okay. Or not. Or not. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, we have picked sheet pan shrimp scampi. It looks really good, Ian. All right. I'm excited. Me too. We'll have that on Friday, maybe. All right. Okay. Thanks for, oh, sorry. <laughs> thanks for listening to Precipe Your Luck. Visit our website at www.precipeyourluck.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you played along tonight, let us know what you picked. And if you want to get a recipe put in the randomizer for a future episode, if the randomizer ever comes back, you can email it to us at precipeyourluck at gmail.com. Which I now know how to check. That's right. I was about to say, we've actually <laughs> checked it recently for the first time in forever. Uh, for Kate, I'm Ian, and we'll be back next week. Just a reminder, it's primary season. Go vote. Vote for your preferred candidate, not the one you think that not the one you think has the best chance of winning in the general election. We'll get the best candidate when the when candidate when the overall majority has the loudest voice. Here here. Here here. Okay, off my soapbox. We okay. voted on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good luck everybody in the Super Tuesday states. Who are you are you wishing luck to the candidates or the voters? The voters. Oh, Go what get, are you wishing them luck for? To get the one they want. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.